Here's a tip on how to make your Pesach Seder more meaningful. Listen to this. Hey everyone and welcome back to another episode of Inspiring Hope. This is your weekly boost of uplifting Jewish inspiration. I'm Rabbi Tzvi Sittner and on behalf of the TheVillageShawnAge.com, I want to thank everybody for listening. I also want to thank this week's sponsors. Today's talk is sponsored by Scott and Susie Goldberg for Rafua Shalema for Edna Chana Basfega Tzipora. She should have a Rafua Shalema. Today's talk is also sponsored by Stan and Abby Simoli in honor of the birth of their granddaughter, Shana Esther. Mazel tov, as well as by Willie and Ellen Dayana in honor of the yard site of Ellen's father, Mel Sher, Meyer Avram, Ben Moshe, Vereza, Olavashal, Meiz Neshama, Havan Aliyah. Lastly, by Moshe and Dina Weinstock in honor of Rabbi and Rebetzin Sittner in recognition of all the amazing things that they do for our community. And thank you to all of our sponsors. So the Pesach Seder is right around the corner. And soon we're all going to be eating matzah, dipping our fingers in our wine, dipping vegetables in salt water, eating bitter herbs. And all of this to remind us of the story of leaving Egypt. Now, this isn't the only time that we remind ourselves about leaving Egypt. We mention it every single Jewish holiday. We mention it every Shabbos and Kiddush. We mention it every day in Shema. It's written inside of our tefillin. We have a reminder on every single doorpost. Why are we so obsessed with having so many reminders of leaving Egypt? So I want to share a story with you. So It's a story that I share literally every single year because I think it's so powerful. The story goes that there was this annual international Holocaust survivors meeting. And every year, hundreds of survivors would gather together in this large conference hall. Many would come in wheelchairs accompanied by aides. And one year, after many years of this conference, the chairman of the conference gets up, Zalman, he's a white-haired old man in his 90s, and he gets up to speak. He says, my fellow survivors, this could be our last meeting. There are so few of us remaining. Each year, our numbers decrease, and each year, the Holocaust deniers increase. Soon, there's going to be none of us left to confront them. And the audience obviously became very upset. They said, yeah, but what could we do? We've already compiled a thousand-page book about our stories. We've already have all these videos about our experiences. What else could we do to make sure that future generations never forget? And then an elderly woman from the back of the room gets up. And she says, I think that if we want future generations to remember and to really internalize our experiences, it's not enough for us to write a book just for it to collect dust on a shelf. We have to create tangible, concrete ways for our children to never forget. She said, I have three ideas. Number one, in addition to reading our books, I think we need to ask our children to hang a reminder of the Holocaust on their doorway so that every single time they go in and out of their homes, they will remember. Number two, let's ask them that even if it's just for 10 minutes a day, they should all wear a yellow armband with the Star of David to internalize the message. And finally, on Holocaust Remembrance Day, instead of just commemorating with a moment of silence, let's all make our homes look like a concentration camp. We're going to move all the furniture out to the garage. We're going to sit on the floor. We're going to eat potato peels. And only then will we begin to tell our stories and read the book. You know, Passover, the Seder, and Judaism in general is so full of tangible reminders of the story of leaving Egypt. We have mezuzahs on our doors. 
we wear tefillin. And soon, we'll be commemorating it by having a Seder and matzah. Why? Because leaving Egypt isn't just a story. It's a fundamental belief to who we are and what we believe in. It's our personal eyewitness account that there is a God who's actively involved in our lives. And we want to remember it and relive it experientially. So that it's not just a memory, but a way of life that changes how we live. This year, at your Pesach Seder, let's not just talk about the story. And let's not only go through the motions, but let's personally relive the story. How? By connecting the physical actions of the Seder to the beautiful, deep meaning behind them. And God willing, this way, we will all have a meaningful and beautiful Pesach. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to send me a message or sponsor the next episode, just email me at hope at h.com. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time.